Pickaxe. Hello, welcome back to High Rollers. Welcome back to Aroas for the first episode of 2019. I hope you all had a great New Year's and Christmas with all the one-shots we played throughout December. We had a great time with those and managed to raise over $3 million for charity in the Yogscast Jingle Jam. So congratulations all round for such an amazing achievement. We are sponsored by D&D Beyond. Make sure you check them out with the link in the description. Create a free account, start exploring everything it has to offer. We simply cannot live without it at this point. We also have some exciting new things planned for the future of this sponsorship, so watch this space. Anyway, I won't delay any longer. Welcome back to the world of Aroes, run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes, with me, Tom, playing Keela Cad Kalar, the Bard slash Cleric. I am Chris Trot, I'm playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elenastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. After the events in the derelict Remnant ship, the party have time to reflect and discover that Night Frost is a lot more than just a simple boat. Hello and welcome to Aroes. A little recap on our adventures so far. <laughs> Our party were once a bunch of strangers whose airship crash-landed in a hostile frozen area on the southern tip of the continent of Savona. The party travelled through the dangerous Bitterwood and rescued several civilians that had travelled with them to the small town of Rosehall. After a few peaceful days exploring nearby dungeons and healing their various injuries, the party had to deal with loss and rescued a young girl called Vala after she was kidnapped. After a brief encounter, uh, encounter with a ruined elven palace and the spirit of an elven princess, which was left in an unclear resolution, the party arrived in Ironwick, where they learned more about Valor's kidnappers and a plot involving the local lake. Beneath its waters, buried in the earth, was a starship that once yes. belonged to an advanced empire that attempted to invade Erois long ago. The Remnant, a group of cult-like followers of the ancient invading empire, had taken over the ship and were experimenting with a power source, a sentient being of energy, an Eterna, uh, called Nightfrost. After defeating the villains and freeing the Eterna, the party escaped before the ship collapsed. Uh, they retreated to a log cabin that was owned by the now-deceased Galen Sands, a mage rite from the city of Goldthrone. Uh, they began to rest for the evening, where Lucius Viruin Elowin Elanasto, a high elf sorcerer from the sky city of Gusthaven, spoke with the Eterna Nightfrost and made an agreement. <clears throat> the log cabin that Galen had rented is quiet. The village of Ironwick has lost all of the homely charm it had when you first entered. Now it is a cold and eerie ghost of a town. Mist from the lake clings to the foundations of the cabins like tendrils, winding their way around the stones to choke the life from them. There is no starlight, and the sound of heavy falling rain against the roof drowns out the occasional shuffle or noise from the rest of the house. In one room we see a lean, strong, wild elf woman with hair the same shade of red as her tunic and rough tattoos across her face and arms as she listens to the rhythmic drum of the heavy rain. Slender fingers of one hand curl around a torn and tattered piece of tartan fabric whilst the other rests on the grip of a large hammer. Ayla, what is currently going through Ayla's head? What is she thinking about in this <laughs> time and place? It is late in the evening and the rest of the house is sleeping. I think she is, she's probably thinking about the spirit in the house mm -hmm. that we were in and how she was so close to finding out some information about her family. But also I think she's starting to, given the recent happenings, I think appreciate how much this group needs her to be around. And <laughs> no, <laughs> she she's starting to be like, well, maybe there's something, maybe there's something bigger, and she's worried about Vala a lot. I think she's feeling a lot of sympathy towards Vala and okay. her situation. Great. So as you think on that, we see tucked up beneath a cloak and blankets, stuffed into a large, comfortable chair in the corner of another room, is an Aracocra. An avian features like many of his kin, but only one wing can be seen. One eye is closed, whilst the other is hidden by a leather eye patch. 
The howling wind outside seems to cause the slightest shiver. Quill, are you sleeping? Trying to sleep? Uh, I think... What goes through Quill's mind? Struggling to sleep. Um, I feel like he's... Every town he's visited and every place he's been, even though as an Arakoka he'd be exploring the world and seeing all these things, I think he's getting more and more disheartened by every place he's going to. There seems to be traitors and evil and bad things going on. And I think it's slowly getting to him that he's starting to question who's the good people, who's the bad people, where does he stand? Okay. Yeah. So those plague through your mind. In another chair beside the Arakokra, a feminine figure made of wood, metal, and stone is waiting quietly. A guardian, soldiers built in another time and spoken of in revered tones. Her eyes are like purple jewels that let out a faint glow that casts the room in a hazy, almost mystical light. Sentry, as the rest of the house sleeps or tries to, you stare into the darkness. What are you currently thinking about? What's on your mind? Um, I I think Sentry would be holding Echo and, you know, the remains of him and being worried about the relic and why why they're here. Why are they still here? Um, Mm -hmm. She'd be thinking about who else could possibly be in danger like are there are they anywhere else where could they be who are they hurting who have they taken mm-hmm. she wants she's deeply concerned about the party she wants everybody to be safe because as far as they know they're the you know closest thing to family she's had since solving so okay she wants to keep everybody safe so as you're looking through into the darkness in the bed before uh, near Sentry and Quill, a young girl with dark black hair and dressed in simple leather tunic sleeps beneath blankets. She murmurs in her sleep. The faint name of Yusuf escapes her lips, followed by a quiet, sleepy sob. Her grip tightens on the blankets as sparks of purple magic dance across her knuckles. From downstairs, a naked feminine form is sprawled out beneath a blanket, and drunken snores occasionally can be heard over the heavy rain. A pair of elongated, white-furred ears poke out from beneath a cushion. Standing at the window beside her is a dwarven man who drinks an amber liquid from a short glass. His eyes are dark and lips drawn thin as he watches the falling rain. But upstairs, in another bedroom, an air ganassi, blue skin and white hair like clouds, sleeps fitfully beneath thin blankets. She clutches a short dagger of strange blue and black metal close to her. Nova, you're currently sleeping, but what dreams or thoughts run through your mind? What plagues your subconscious? I think that even when Nova sleeps, her brain is just processing everything frantically. And especially um, given our recent adventures aboard the um, lake ship, Mm. she's just got so many questions just buzzing around her head. like... You know, how did the ship get there? And, and processing how it's powered, what Night Frost is about, what Night Frost could be, and then the information Night Frost gave about the Eterna and what Tian Gong is. And she's just thinking all these many, many questions. But probably the the one that's that's going through her head is I need to I need to put Tian Gong back together. I need now that she's discovered that Tian Gong is fragment, is is she has a fragment of Tian Gong and there are so many, however many others, she needs to find out more and, and put them back together. Mm-hmm. No idea what that would do, mm-hmm. but she wants to do it. And this comes to you in the form of dreams. You know, you have dreams imagining various <coughs> shards in various locations and this kind of broken figure um, that you're slowly assembling and all these questions racing around you. Beside Nova's bed, sat cross-legged on the floor, is a blonde-haired high elf, His bright clothing and various gemstones catch the faint light of the low-burning lantern, and his eyes go wide, and his skin pales as a dark shape rises from his elongated shadow, a hunched, vaguely humanoid shape of pure darkness with a pair of glowing blue eyes emerges from Lucius's shadow. Is this more comfortable, Master Elenasto? And a scream pierces through the house. I can't do it again. I know you can't do it, but <laughs> people can imagine it. Uh, and yeah, uh, Lucius, this the cloak is evaporated from your shoulders, mm. and now this previously it had been a cloak or a bow, you're not quite sure what this thing is, appears this kind of hunched, very thin, 
humanoid but distorted. It has like a face but no hair. It has no features, just kind of black shape with these glowing eyes, and it kind of hunches in front of you. Um, what do you want? Get away from me! Very well, Master Lanast. Oh yes, yes, I can get away. And it backs off into the corner. Who are you? And it, you can see that its legs have kind of taken form. Um, so it, scared. It like moves up, backs up, and it goes, oh, this is me, Nightfrost, the Eterna. Um, the what? Nova, you probably are woken up by the scream as well. In fact, everybody <laughs> would else would hear, hear it. Yeah. yeah, it's shrill, it was high-pitched. I it was probably going to go running with the hammer first yeah. through the door. Like, kick the door in. We would, I'd charge up as well. Yeah. So you kind of begin throwing off the blankets, and in the time you guys go and get to the stairs and make your way up, um, Nova, you're kind of coming to, and you can see this thing is looking at Lucius, and yeah, it looks at you as like, it is me, Nithros. Yes. I can take this form if this makes you more comfortable. Would you prefer another? Dial back just maybe a few millennia. What's happening? You're just a cloud of shadow with, uh, with eyes? This is... Are you here to this, kill me? No, no. Are you a remnant? No. Cloak of Shadows. You like, as You're a shadow. As soon as you say the word remnant and Cloak and Court of Shadows, it's alarmed. It's like, no, no, are they here? They cannot be here. They cannot take me back, Master Lucius. They cannot take me back. I will not go back. Wait, wait, he crawls uh, up onto the ceiling and is now clutched at the ceiling no, looking down. Wait, our roles are reversed. I'm meant to be the shit scared one, not uh, you. Nova? Why is everyone in my room? Uh, there is a as the door is burst open as Sentry and Ayla are stood there with weapons drawn, uh, Quill looming behind them. And peek over. I heard a really womanly scream. What's happened? It was definitely Lucius. Wasn't me. What's the problem? Oh, I know. Are you okay? What's going on? Shush. Shush. What? And then you look up and you can now see this shadowy form with these bright blue glowing eyes looking down at everybody. What is and it's kind of hunched into a ball. What is that? Like uh, raising a hand uh, and ready to... The cloak around my neck is now on the ceiling with blue eyes and it's calling me master. What? You what cloak? You attuned to me, Master Lucius, as per the agreement I don't know the made. tune. What tune? What cloak? <laughs> that one. That's not a cloak. You didn't have a cloak. What the, can I, should I hit it? I'm gonna hit it. Wait, should I, wait. <laughs> Don't hit things. I mean, it's usually the best solution. Oh, you saw it, it was a bow, then it became a cloak. I didn't like it. And this. now it's the person. So is this, 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 this night frost? So when yeah. it speaks, by the way, it, it doesn't have a mouth. You're just hearing it in your heads when it speaks. It's okay. just like a, a disembodied voice. Yes, Night Frost. Yes, that is me, the Eterna. You saved me. Saved me from the darkness. Don't let me go back. Must not go back. I mean, you're already pretty dark. Like, you are darkness embodied. Can I try and prod it with my hammer on the ceiling? <laughs> so you kind of like, like a spidey or trying it, to like brush it, it away. Is it? Um, it, it's, it, there's a form there okay. and you can push it, but it kind of scurries out of the way. It moves around. Um, oh. Master Lucius, the wild elf woman. What should I do? Yes, she's Master. barbaric. It's fine. Uh, come on down and sit down. And it crawls down, like almost reverses and climbs down. Don't like get too close. Um, as it gets closer yeah. to Lucius, its legs meld into his shadow. Okay, that's it's strange. Oh. But it's kind of still like half of its form is loomed out. That's so cool. I'll just let you is it? that. So is it in me? No, you're I, I think mean, it's in me. So wait, that's the that's the bow the yes. cloak. What's the cloak? It it changes and you see the shadow just melts into Lucius's shadow and then around his neck it coils this black oh, whoa. and it becomes this black cloak kind of tinted blue that trails an icy mist that kind of just drapes behind him this is fine how long has he been able to do that how long have you been able to do that since I had it when did you have it since when did you we, why do you have creeping it creeping in my room <laughs> it's from the ship but well, yeah but we agreed no one was going to touch the thing because it was speaking, you know, speaking in our heads, freaking everyone out. It's a bit weird. Um, yeah. As you guys talk, three more figures appear at the door. You can see Arval Dagus, the dwarven merchant that's been <coughs> traveling with you. Crossbow, his crossbow Evangeline in his hands, kind of locked and ready. And he's kind of like, what's going on as he appears? Um, and then next to him, kind of like, kind of like not linking arms, but clearly close to him is Valor. Mm-hmm. One of her knives kind of like held out in front of her defensively. And Quill, I think you're the only one that would really spot this. Behind them, 
just standing and staring at all of you is um, a girl, a girl that you rescued from the ship, Estelle. You can see this kind of like dark hair. She looks very similar to Valor, but she's just kind of stood there yeah, looking into the room. Sentry, uh, didn't you? Yeah. Saved her. Um, Santa does not appear. <laughs> she's passed out. Yeah. She's passed out. Uh, Arvel, I know how you are with um, uh, spectral things. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. I think we've got it under control. Uh, Vala, um, do you, maybe it's very late. Maybe now's a good time to go to bed and maybe... I was sleeping and then I heard the screaming and all the shouting. Womanly scream. I'm yeah. not going to get to sleep, Quill. What's going on, Ayla Sentry? What's happening? Uh, Lucius has, new, has a new friend, by the yeah. looks. Well, let's put nice it down cloak. and let go of what happens. It just it goes wherever. It's like, a, it's like fabric. But it does seem to kind of like flow behind you in its own momentum and movement. Gonna pick it up and start like pulling it out as if it is fabric and seeing yeah. what happens. It just drops. Can is this I? Pleasing to you, master. <laughs> master. I'm gonna walk up to a mirror. Is there a mirror? Uh, no, not really. Not commonly available. A polished like There'd white. Probably be one in like a bathroom. <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> like get a vague idea. But it's it's late at night. There's no starlight. It's the cloud. It's you can hear this heavy rain drumming. Dancing like thing. You create light. Um, light around my head. Yeah, and with with the light from there, you can probably use Sentry's polished <laughs> metal armor. Sentry, hold still. Hold still. Okay, can we mm. just? Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yes, this work. Yes. Not quite the fashion I'm used to, but yes. Very lacking in colour, Night Frost. I'm afraid that I do not know much of colour. Look underneath! Look at these beautiful robes! Strange pockets. <laughs> I lift them up. It's like, yes, yes, I can see the fabric that you Where's wear. Where's your eyes, by the way, when in this form? I do not need them. You're not looking at me, are you? I can see all things. Wait, what? I can see you, I can see the others, I can see this room and, and everything around you. I can see into your mind as well, Master. I can hear your you thoughts. You can? Get out of my head! I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please. And yes. the cloak disappears again and the shadowy form kind of rises and it scuttles into the corner. Kind bad, of Frost. Away. Very bad. Sorry. Get out of my head. Master. I'll put Very a hand on Arvel's book crossbow. Like putting it down. <laughs> he starts trembling and you kind of push it down. He's like, what the hell is that? That, that, that is, um, that's Nightfrost. The uh, bow. From behind Arvel, you just hear this kind of girl's voice. That's the thing that tried to kill me. Well, oh. well um, when? Wait, what? On when I was ship. being held in the ship, yeah. they brought me before it. It nearly drained the life out of me like it did the others. Uh. And then it's just, she stares completely flat expression. Yeah, remember the four uh, yeah. like, shadow girls that you fought in the shop? <laughs> Night Frost. Yeah. He like looks Did up. you try and drain this poor I woman? Mean to. I didn't mean to. They made me Master Lucia. Explain yourself. Or others. There. Their deaths are on me. I killed them. I drained them of everything. It gave me my thoughts. It gave me uh, strength, but I didn't want it. I didn't want it. No, not at all. No, enough. Enough. And it holds its kind of clawed heads up to its hand, and it just turns into the bow again, and it goes silent. Everybody, enough, okay? Enough. You've spawned in here. It's the middle of the night. We're all really tired. This is not the time for discussion. Why were you in my room anyway? Just going through my things. We're bunking. Oh, apparently. Well, <laughs> look, it's clear that Night Frost has several different forms. I don't know why that's so freaky, but you shouldn't bully him. Deimos made him do this to these girls. You know he's traumatized by it. And you're pushing him into a corner, threatening him. Leave him alone. I mean, this is the first time we've spoken to a weapon, to be fair. Like Tiangong, we haven't actually been able to communicate that with, that with ourselves. But... This thing, this thing seems to be able to do more. It can turn it's into a cloak. It's got a history of draining poor children. Well, <laughs> because it was made to do it by Deimos. Remember, bad guy fought under well, the lake. If you hadn't screamed, then we wouldn't all be here to. Lucius, we know it was you. What? Oh yeah, no, that was very clearly you. Right. Remember when you yeah. sport the cows? Yeah. You screamed yeah, like that then as well. No one would have it. Anyway, knife frost bad, isn't it? <laughs> really bad. What do you think, Sentry? Valor kind of like looks up to you. Uh, it's it's strange. It's all very strange. But I don't think Night Frost is bad. I just think he was, you know, he was just following orders but he was doing things that he wasn't he was doing things that he was being made to do 
He's clearly in distress over what happened. When Daddy mm. used to sit me down and read me bedtime stories, uh, of all of the baddies used to be shadows, uh, evil things like that, it, with blue eyes. And Lucius, it said you attuned to it or something like yes, that? Yes, a new attune of some kind, but I know a few tunes from Gusthaven, and honestly, I don't think Night Frost right. would really go for the melodic vibe that I All right, well, listen. Well. I'm going to try and get some sleep. We should maybe, Lucia, she should... How can I sleep with this well, in me? It's in me. It can read my it's mind. It's not. It's a bow. It's on the floor. It's right there. Yeah. It can read my mind. It's been in... Well... Hi, Frost. That must be quite it a just, dull It doesn't say anything. <laughs> Are you going up and picking it up? Yes. Yeah, you pick it up. It's, it's a short bow. Uh, you can see it's almost made like from jagged ice, and it has like a black bowstring, uh, bowstring that's almost like made of mist. Night Frost. I'm going to go into the corner. Mm-hmm. Do you know the colour pyjamas I wear? Uh, you just hear, if you think of them, Master Lucius, yes? I'm I, thinking I of can. them now, yes. And what colour are they? They're multicoloured. They are, they are many colours. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't mean to. I can't help it. It's just, it's nice to hear others' thoughts, not just my own. Do you know my memories? Everything. Only if you think of them. God, it's hard not to now. Like, Stop tricking me into anything, thinking. Anything you, can, anything you think of. I'm thinking of a horrible traumatic, like getting bullied. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. As a kid. That. Don't uh, listen. I can't help it. No, no. If you want to, you can unattune. You could, you could break our bond. I'm going to sleep on it. Very good, Master. Lucius. He looks like he's you in can head. see he's literally in the corner, like whispering. <laughs> <to the bow. laughs> he looks like his his head's gonna explode or something. T- t- tell the bow, I'm I'm sorry. I think I think I can hear him. Yes, oh. um, I can hear you. Thank you, Master uh, Quill. Huh. Um, can he read Quill? our minds? He can read every. Well, assume no. the person. That I can hear them if that's the tune. If they speak, I can hear them. Right. They, you could just he could just hear you, okay. as if a normal person would. Okay. It only reads my mind. That's all pajamas I've been wearing. <sighs> well, I think Nova's got a point. Let's all get out of her room. Yep. Try and get some sleep. We've got to travel to Kaylee's rest tomorrow. Oh yes, I. <laughs> we got to take the um, the body back with us. Of uh, mm. any gestures behind him mm. to where this girl is still just staring into the room. Yep. Thank, her, thanks, Arvel. Father's yep. body. Yep. Yep. Yes. Uh. I'll put the girls to bed and make sure they're okay. I was like, it's fine, I can take care of myself, okay. but yeah, uh, I yeah, maybe yeah. take the other one. Yeah, I'll take I don't know how to deal with her. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, you guys can go back and try and get some sleep now if you want. I'll okay. stay behind with Nova while everyone okay. else leaves. Okay. Do you yeah. want me to stay with... It's fine, it's just Lucius. Okay. I know, like, that's why I'm like, you know. I'm right here, I can hear everything. I know. Just letting you know. He's talking to a bow at the moment. It's a bit weird. I talk to a dagger. Yeah, I know. You're both a bit weird. Just asking. If any sentient weapons, like, try and kill you, you know, just make the same noise and I'll come through. I'll go back to It's shot my voice, but yes, I'll try my best. (laughs) Yeah, the screen ruined the voice. quite piercing. Didn't I pick up the arcane pistol as well? I believe you did, yeah. Hello? <laughs> this kind of ruined <laughs> flintlock like pistol. You can see that it's engraved with various symbols. Yeah. Uh, it has a chamber for four rounds at a time. Okay. Um, almost like a revolver. Um, nothing. Hmm. Damn it. <laughs> okay. So, um, so everybody leaves. Sentry, you take. Are you going to try and take Estelle to yeah. a room? Okay. She just looks up at you and. She just kind of nods and just follows you. She doesn't really say anything, but she seems to be aware that whatever's happened is finished. Um, she does like look back into the room one last time at the bow in Lucius's hand, and then she just turns back to you and is like, yes, I should sleep, and then just follows you. But there's very little emotion there, just kind of follows you, and you gently you know, lift her up into a bed, and she just lies down and just stares up at the ceiling. Doesn't seem to really sleep, but doesn't resist in any way. I just say to her, it'll all be yeah. okay. Don't, just, don't worry, it'll be I'm fine. I'm fine now. I look forward to, I hope that my mother as well, and then just staring. Okay. Very little reaction. Um, Lucius, you stay behind with Nova. 
Look, I, I have to be honest with you because someone else is reading my mind now and he could tell you anyway. Uh, yes, I, sn I may have snuck in. I'm not bunking. And look, I had, I had just an inkling, okay, about this, this night frosting. I was making sure you're okay. And the Tiangong, you know, you talk about Tiangong a lot. And, and then he started talking to me. And then it all made sense. And then some sort of tune happened. I didn't hear it, but and now it's in me. It's fine. I just, look, what you have now, if it's similar to what I have with Tiangong, it's a gift. Don't worry about it. I mean, it's a gift in the sense that there is a ethereal, dark shadow with blue eyes in me. But isn't it exciting? A, a life form has bonded with you. It will fight for you. It will protect you. You're not filling me with much joy. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not optimistic. Look, we don't know what's going on, but Night Frost needs our help and Tiangong needs our help. And according to Night Frost, their whole race of the Eterna needs our help. They could help us against Callus if he's coming, he really is coming back. And look, I know it's scary, but we'll figure this out, okay? We'll figure this out. My one concern is this thing was powering the remnant ship. Was so it was not? Tiangong. And we are just walking around aimlessly without a clue in the world. No offense to you. I haven't got a clue in the world about this powerful artifact that I'm holding. And what's to say that I'm not going to use it without me even knowing for bad? Like I'm just powering it up, ready for the remnant. It's a valid point, but from what Nightfrost has said so far, I trust him. I trust that he doesn't want to be used by the Core of Shadows. Look at him. What He's... gives you that trust? I see both black evil streams. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's just a feeling, okay? Tiangong, Tiangong is scared of the Court of Shadows. When I found the shard in the Remnant ship, it spoke to me and it was scared and it wanted me to take it from there. And every time the Court of Shadows are near, I feel that same scared feeling again. If you just, you know, the brief conversation we've had with Night Frost, he's been the same. He didn't want to be used by Deimos. He's traumatized by it. I will say one thing. This is a very powerful ancient thing, Agreed. right? Yes? So it's very clever. Mm -hmm. Very clever, a bit more clever than you. No offense. Fair. He knows more things. Mm -hmm. So here's the story. When I was a little boy and I was sleeping, my nanny Norfia was a uh, very lovely, very lovely lady. Very dear to me. I love her so much. Anyway, she's lovely. <laughs> okay. uh, and Where's sometimes she's very, very strict. Uh -huh. And she wouldn't give me my hot cocoa at night. Oh. So what I used to do was I used to play pretend. Okay. And I used to be really, really pretend to be scared. I wasn't scared because mm. I was a big boy. Anyway, I was <laughs> super pretending to be scared so that Nanny Norfia would give me what I wanted. But you are fundamentally a good person, Lucius. Yes? If push came to shove, you wouldn't harm your nanny, so would I you? I am questioning my entire moral compass on this very trip. Yes, I'll try to aim to be good, yes. But with you by Nightfrost's side guiding him and helping him, you can be a good influence on him. My worry is who is guiding who? Well, look, just keep an eye on things and talk to me and talk to the others. And if you have any doubts and worries, we'll deal with that when we get to them. But for now, be a friend. Hmm. Night Frost needs kindness. And I think you can give that to him. And who knows, with a little bit of kindness, what he might give back to you. Yes, uh, maybe overthrow the arrows or something. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, anyway, <laughs> good night. Good night, Lucius. Yes. So as you guys head to bed, um, Ayla, as you're kind of resting there, can you give me a nature check for something? Mm. <clears throat> Roll and like add <throat> nature bonus. It's a little bit chilly, didn't I? Eleven. Eleven. I'd say with your background, the heaviness of the rain, the strength of the wind blowing outside, and the fact that there's no starlight must mean it's overly clouded. You think that there's a storm coming. And this is something you've always been quite susceptible to with your background and your powers. 
You've always kind of had a nose for when a storm's coming. You think there might be one on its way. Maybe a couple of days out, maybe a, you know, a day or two days, three days. You're not quite sure, but the weather's turning and a storm's on its way. Do I know, how long is it, does it take us to travel to our next? Um, from what you've spoken to with Arvel and the others, Kaylee's rest is around a day's travel. Like okay. almost every kind of township is about a day leading up to Gold Throne. It's kind of, they're all separated because they're all on this golden road, which is like the main trade road. Um, and Kaylee's rest, you know, you've heard is, it's quite a big town. It's got a proper walled defense fortifications. It's, you know, it's the biggest settlement outside of uh, Gold Throne in the area, so. Um, and yeah, it's about a day. So you, you, you suspect that worst case scenario, the weather will be bad tomorrow, but you'll be in the, in the, in the city before the storm hits. Um, but you're not quite sure exactly how long it will take. You just know that the winds have changed and a storm's blowing this way. Okay. And with that, the rest of you complete a long rest. Hooray! You complete a long sleep. Oh, yes. Very good. Um, the morning... It's not much better. It is dark. It is cold, rainy, windy. Too real. It is a miserable morning, mm. and there is not much warmth or joy in the cabin when you awake either. There is this kind of permeating sense that a lot of bad stuff has happened around here. Um, it's broken quite early uh, with a knock at the door. Um, so who would like to get it? You hear grunts and groans from Santa as she's pulling herself awake uh, unwelcomingly. I think the people that are downstairs would probably be Ayla, Quill, and Sentry. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you hear okay. a knock at the door. Yeah, so Ayla gets up, you open the door. Um, outside, you see a dwarven woman with grey hair, spectacles. Um, you can see that she's got various like cuts and bruises bandaged up. Um, you can see like a kind of short sword at her side, but she's not really armed or armored. She's got a sword, but she hasn't got any armor on. Um, and you recognize her as Missy Steeleye. This is the, the field warden of the town, basically. The kind of like the local sheriff meets mayor. Um, and she's just, uh, well, good morning to you. Um, I'm sorry to trouble you so early, but I wanted to come and speak with you after last night's events. Um, and say thank you as well, to you especially, miss. Uh, if it wasn't for you and your companions, I think me and some of the other townsfolk, we would have been in a whole heap of trouble. Yeah, see, wild elves, not so bad. Mm. I've, never had a problem, I've never had a problem with your kind, but I can't say the rest for the town. Would you mind if I come in? Sure. Thank you very much. Do you want me to go and gather the rest of them? They're not quite emerged yet. I would certainly like to speak to some folks that weren't here last night. Uh, as I understand it, there was some shenanigans in the town uh, with the general store. Um, I'd just like to find out what happened. All around with the troops. And she comes in and she tips uh, her head to the others and uh, takes a seat. Um, you can see she starts pulling out little rolled cigarettes um, strikes a match, starts smoking while she waits for everyone else to be gathered. Um, oh, we, we heard about what happened uh, while we were away. Um, sorry that you had to be involved in that. Oh, well, thank you very much, Mr. Uh, Quill, was it, I That's believe? That's the one, yeah. Uh, thank you very much, sir. No, it was, um, it was not a, it was a harrowing time, obviously, uh, very sad, but it certainly does show that, well, there was more going on than I realized, and, and that's my mistake, but... I'd like to ask, whilst your friend goes upon what happened last night? I mean, I'm aware of what happened here. Uh, spirits attacked, but what provoked them? Where were you? There's been a lot of mysteries going on. I'd appreciate a straight talker. You know, yourself and Miss Guardian here as well. Uh, well, I think it would be best if we give the full account when everyone is here. Um, I'd like to hear from both of you first, please. Well, it's all very strange. Um, well, we are uh, investigating a disappearance. Um, mm -hmm. and uh, we discovered that one of the shops in the town was linked to um, a ship that had been in the lake. A ship in the lake? The green glow you were seeing at night that seemed to have been coming from a reactivated ship of some kind. She nods, and you can see there's a pained expression there. Why don't you give me an insight check? Okay. You can do as well, Sentry, as well, if you want. Uh, Probably piles. Uh, 12. 
13. 13. So Sentry, you kind of pick up on the... Breathe on me. She's kind of pained because obviously she kind of knew there was something about the lake, about this glow, but she wasn't... You get the impression that she wasn't sure what, but she didn't really want anybody else to know. So when you kind of mentioned the green glow was caused by the ship, you can see her kind of wince a little bit. And she's like, really? I mean, I had... It's good to know what was causing it, at least, but... So you discover this ship, it was connected to the General Star, you say? Uh, that's, I mean, we knew that there were some problems there. Um, uh, some of the towns where there was a break-in. Oh, um, and some thefts as well, I believe. Some thefts, uh, well, even more so. Last night, it was broken into again. Several trade supplies have been taken, uh, traveling gear, that sort of thing, enough for three people. Oh, oh. well then? Right, um, well, we, 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 we um, followed our trail to the general store, and it seems like the people working there, three young girls, I think, um, they had some things in the back room that were odd, to say the least. Such as? Well, the owner of the shop was tied up, Mm. and uh, they were going to sacrifice him. Interesting. I spoke to... Uh, <laughs> you tried to do that so delicately. <laughs> I spoke to... Just uh, a human <laughs> The owner of the store, he doesn't have a lot of... He doesn't have a good recollection of the evening. He remembers having a late drink, falling asleep, waking up tied up in a basement. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, I have the... I can see magical things and uh, in his drink when we examined the place there was definitely something there so someone someone was uh, spiking his drink in hopes to your rolling dice in hopes to um, <laughs> he does take him to the back room so I believe we came to a conclusion on that one and so you go down you find this uh, sacrifice mm-hmm. what then why didn't you come find me uh, well, um, uh, because we... we were, it was a very harrowing time. We were, we were, we were uh, panicked, to we be honest. We discovered a, uh, a tunnel under the store. Yes. So where the sacrifice was being taken place, behind it was a tunnel, and we went down the tunnel to see if there was anything else we could investigate, especially mm-hmm. since there was a disappearance. And... It led to the ship that was in the lake. And ship, I'm assuming we don't mean a sailing ship here. No. We are talking, you're referring to the old ships of the Starbane Empire. Well, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 you are. Yeah. There's no need to be coy with me, Mr. Quill. I'm not here, I'm not trying to trick you. I'm not trying to get you to say something to use against you. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what happened. Okay, um... So you go into the ship. Well, after following the trail of yes. the missing girl, and um, it, there was some stuff down there. <laughs> there, were there. Please do elaborate, <laughs> sir. Well, there were some the, the, the people. There were people working on some things down they were, there. They were old worshippers. Worshippers. <laughs> old worshippers of the remnant. Indeed. And so, but they we they had kidnapped the girl that we were looking for, Galen's daughter. That's correct. Mm. So we rescued her and brought her back. See, and you fought these cultists. Yeah, yes, we did. That's correct. Mister Quill, mm-hmm. when somebody is trying to get the truth and asks you to tell them, try and try and not skeet around the issue. Oh no, I've been truthful with people before many times and it's worked against me, actually. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, thank you, Sentry, for your honesty. Um, I wanted to know because I was aware that something strange was going on, but this town, it's small and we don't have much trade. We rely on the lake. It's the only way that people can make money around here and well, I've been worried that if we, well, if people start talking, if there's strange goings on, people are going to start coming to Ironwick, and then I got a lot of people who can't support themselves. It's my mistake. But 
After those spirits attacked, it was clear that something worse was going on, and I believe that I've got y'all to thank for preventing any problems. You're welcome! At this point, yeah, you're probably coming back with everybody. Um, I know it's not ideal, but at least you're safe. Indeed, and that's why I came. Uh, for not only Miss Ayla's services, but from what you've told me, you've done Iron Wick a great deal. And she kind of reaches into a pouch and she pulls out a small sack of huh? gold coins. Oh. And she puts on the table. Oh. Uh, oh. It's not, I'm relieved. It's not much. It's uh, 200 gold that I put aside for, um, well, investigative services. Uh, it's all I can spare, but it's a thank you, a reward for helping out the town and looking after uh, its people. Well, it's much appreciated. Thank you. I would ask that the sooner you can be out of Ironwick, the better. Um, oh, wow. Your presence is kind of off-putting for some folks. It's a reminder of some of the bad things that have happened. Uh, so if you can be on your way, I've secured a wagon to take Galen's body back to Kelly's Rest, uh, a horse for you to take. Uh, just leave it at the stables in the city. Uh, okay. and they'll bring it back. Um, I wanted to come by and find out exactly what happened. Uh, yes, uh, Erganesi. Question! Yes, please. What happened to the three girls? You know, it's funny, <coughs> I was always, something was always off about them girls, but they were sweet, they were kind, and the village liked them, so I let them be. But after, well, after the break-in, I went down into the basement and did some looking around myself. Found traces of a partially erased circle, a magic circle, using rituals. I found a few ingredients to make poisons and sleeping potions that might explain a few things going on. Turns out, the girls are missing. Nobody's seen them since last night. There's a number of things taken from the general store though. Boots, cloaks, tents, traveling gear. Enough for three girls? Enough for three girls to survive out in the wilderness for a while anyway. They worshipped, uh, Zakira. Zakira. Starbane's second in command, lady. Yes, that's right. I remember the old legends. She was a commander of military forces. Interesting. I'd be careful in case they come back and, like, smite you. Yeah. I'll need to send out a few people. I'll request some additional forces. Uh, maybe see if anybody from Rose Hall or Callie's Rest can be spared. But, uh, Are we I going want... to prison? No, no, Master Lucius. Um, whilst oh, good. I don't approve of y'all getting up to business in my town without telling me. I do appreciate what you did. And you obviously had the best interests at heart. So, no prison, no punishment, payment for your services, and a thank you from me, but I wouldn't expect a hero's welcome from the rest of the town. She adjusts her little glasses. I never do. Sure you don't, man. Um, the, the amount of traveling gear they had, is it enough to get to Katie's rest? I don't think so. I think they'll, if I was them, they'd probably know that that's where you're heading. Uh, they don't want to have any more trouble, I suspect. Mm -hmm. They'll probably find somewhere, maybe go into the Iron Wheel, the big forest, camp out for a few nights and then double back somewhere else. I see. I'd, be, I'd suspect that y'all are the <coughs> ones that need to watch your backs. I don't think they'll come back here. We treated them right. If anything, y'all are the blame for their, uh, yeah, current circumstance. Hmm. Making friends. Yeah. Well, you've made one, if nothing else. Um, if there's anything else I can do, please let me know. But uh, just wanted to come by, check what went happened. Mm. Yes, Mr. Lucius. Are you interested in uh, establishing a charity? <laughs> uh, for what end? I mean, if you're offering a donation, then certainly that would be most welcome. Well, we established this in uh, Rose Hall. Mm, yes. And uh, it's going superbly. Very And well. someone of your caliber could be very good at moderating such. Mm. Uh, and you could commune with, uh, with our beautiful lady from Rose Hall, who is doing a fantastic job right now. Uh, people make donations, and there's a little pool of funding if things need doing, an iron wick, there'll be a little deposit there, and then people I'm just some, contribute what they can. I mean, we don't have a pool of money or donations or anything oh, like that. Oh, we could right. probably take that 200 you gave us to start with. I will let you discuss that with your team first. Oh, yes. Obviously. Yes, the team. 
Team Bank Fund. That's right. Obviously, yeah. that gold would help a lot for the people in Iron Wick, but mm -hmm. uh, I do believe it is deserved. You worked for it, but it's your choice. Um, if you do wish to return it, my office is on the way out of the city. You can drop it off with me there. Um, but I'll speak to the folks from Rose Hall. It's an interesting idea, but Iron Wick doesn't get the trade that Rose Hall does. So. If you had a trade route, Establish. We do. Oh, we do. Right. Sadly, we don't have anything much to trade. A little bit of lumber, but our mines died out years ago, so... What about scraps from an ancient remnant ship? Well, now that is the interesting question. Now, do you think that it was... It must be... The lake is very deep. I'm assuming... Was it at the bottom? Uh, submerged? That um, tunnel was very, very flooded. Yeah. It kind of maybe sunk a little bit when we left. Interesting. Remnant technology does have a lot of value, and things like even the raw metals and things and crystal is extremely valuable. The Dragonborn always buy up remnant tech. Yeah. Um, will make it harder for cultists to get back into it anyway. Or certainly something I'll look into. It could be something to put some folks to work at. You could also not break it down, you could make it maybe a tourist attraction of some kind, come see the old ancient remnant ship where we faced off against cultists. It's not actually a terrible idea, but I do feel and that salvaging it would be more profitable. Yes, but once you've got rid of it, it's gone. Salvaging? Then no one can, like, Misuse do that again. It. Plus, you can make money from the lake because it's no longer a creepy green weird thing. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming hey. it can be used. It must be a derelict. Uh, well, There's no power on it anymore. It got flooded. Anymore? It was glowing green. <laughs> she looks at Nova. What do you mean? Huh? <laughs> you said that, that it doesn't have power anymore, implying that it did. Well, when we rescued the girls, the power got knocked out. I see. And it sunk. Give me a... You're not lying. Give me a persuasion check. You're trying to move the conversation along. I'm persuasion-y. 20. 20? Okay, yeah. She kind of, like, you managed to kind of just be like, oh, yeah, 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 it was when we did this. And it kind of covers it up enough that she doesn't question it. Um, but there was a minute where she was like, hmm. But, yeah, you think you might have dissuaded her from inquiring <laughs> further. Got some clever engineers or something. I'm sure they could get it back and running again. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. The Dragonborn are the ones who understand those ships best. They match yeah, their the own. Yeah, DBs. Um, Sentry, do you they... not think it would be best to just, you know, tear it to shreds so no one ever did it again, ever? I'd like to see it gone. Guardian knows better. Tear it up. Well, we'll see what we can do, but I, I am not... I'm not of the persuasion to keep something dangerous around if we can scrap it and sell it. So we're saying no to the Starbane theme park thing? What's it? You're a very funny man, Mr. Quillock. Good idea, I like that one. Thank you. Um, well, I'll take, <laughs> I'll take my leave of you. Good Mom day. Said no. Okay. Uh, she kind of takes it out. No theme park! And she kind of steps out the door, she takes up another little kind of like rolled up paper cigarette, lights a match, and starts smoking. She leaves. Um, and then you just hear from like a sofa behind where it's just like as this half naked <laughs> yes. bunny woman just oh. pulls herself up hair like this white hair just everywhere um, she kind of like looks up groggily her kind of like little flat like nose kind of like I smell gross you look amazing thanks thanks You're honey oh, and she like just groans do you have any clothes Hmm? Oh shit! And she like looks down, <laughs> and she like just picks up like a top, but just drapes it over like her top half. She's still wearing like underwear and like a little kind of like flap of cloth, but her tail sticks out the back, and she's just just like that. That'll do. No, it won't. It's very lewd. I'm blushy. <laughs> oh, bless you! Aren't you sweet? Um, all right. And she just like gets up. She's like, I need to water face. It's raining. It's raining outside. outside. Oh, okay. in the rain. <laughs> oh, she does. She like, literally gets up and like goes out around the back and just strips off and gets her clothes and starts like like washing her hair and stuff out in the rain. Okay. Yeah, uh, weather's really gross. There's a storm coming, by the way. So those winter supplies that we got, you know. Would our cowboy hats and all that fancy traveling gear we got? We did they get will help. It'll certainly help, yeah. yeah. We got winter. You got, you got winter clothes, yeah. so, and winter clothes will be prepared for storm weather, so... 
and, and cowboy hats. You did get like, cowboy hats. And it tents. kind of makes a little. Who has like, those written down, by the way? What? I know people are carrying different things. Oh, I think oh, I do. Hang on. I think everyone. Has as long as you've got them written down. We divvied them up. We divvied them up. Okay. White Eight fur four. coat and huge white Stetson. Yes, that's, that is your winter gear, Lucius. I think Very I was good. teamed up with Ayla. You do have bedrolls. I don't rolls. have anything. I got a bedroll, but I think Sentry took the tent. Got, Sentry's got yeah, one got tent, ten. I think. Shopping list, five bedrolls, five warm outfits, four tents. So you've got a tent. Well, um, you were going to carry it can't carry them I'm by herself. Yes. Yeah, I've got a tent. So you, we were going to so pair up. a two-person tent. Sentry has one of the tents, Kim, so you can mark one of them off. Okay. Add item. Four tents, five bedrolls. Cool. With Night Frost, I've wrapped up the bow form mm-hmm. blankets because it looks quite intimidating. So, right? uh, with a bow form, this is something you'll know through the attunement process. I think I've already attuned you to the cloak form on your sheet anyway. Yes. Uh, so you get all the benefits from that. It is, as a bonus action, you can ask Night Frost to change his form. So if you prefer him to be the cloak, he can just... If you want, all of the forms look kind of intimidating and evil, though, right? Mm-hmm. The the cloak I would say is the least intimidating. But it's got like ice trails. It kind of has like a it's like a cold mist kind of flows off of it. But lots of enchanted items have similar vibes. Sentry's eyes glow. You know, Tiangong glows. Tiangong glows. Tiangong looks very weird. It looks very alien. Um, glow okay. squad. Yeah. I'll put on it doesn't really glow. Like, Night Frost is just like, it's like a black cloak with like a faint mist. Are there any bit. patrons in this establishment right now? I mean, you're in like a private cabin. You're in like a log cabin. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll go uh, cloak form then. Okay, so you ask him. He's just like, yes, yes, of course, Master Lucius, yes, I can become a cloak. Yes, very good, very good. Yes, 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 yes. 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 Sorry, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just do it next time, honestly. My apologies, my apologies, I'm so sorry. That's all right. I failed you, I failed you like all the others. Oh, no, it's fine. And the thing is, is it becomes very clear that, like, once he starts, it rambles on in your mind. Not audibly enough, but it's there. It's like somebody constantly talking in your ear. And even if you're asking him to be quiet, he just apologizes and carries on for a bit, and then he goes quiet. Hey, got a little plan. So, when we speak, let's just say one sentence. And then stop. Let's try that. Very good. I will try that, Master Lucius. Yes, oh, I will try. And stop. Okay. And stop. Very well. See? You're already getting it. That's perfect. Yep. You just go silent. Lovely. Okay. Well. So with the morning, <laughs> the weather is terrible outside. Um, Santa, after washing and very hungover, uh, does put on clothes, her armor and stuff like that. And she kind of goes a bit quieter once she starts sobering up as she begins prepping the wagon with the, the body of Galen Sands, father of Estelle, um, and the one who initially hired Sanna to find his daughter, um, who sadly died when the ghosts attacked, spirits attacked. Um, so she goes a bit quiet. Um, she's still, you know, polite and friendly, but um, she kind of is focused on that. Um, she kind of comes in at one point, kind of holding Estelle, like kind of holding her by the hand, and just kind of puts her in the room with you and is, I need to go take care of the wagon. Can you just watch her for a minute? Uh, yeah. Sentry, you could watch her. Do you want some help? Uh, sure, yeah, come and give me a hand if you want. Um, yeah, Sentry, if you don't mind. Yeah, what do you think? And the girl just kind of just stands there and like looks at Sentry. Very well. And just stands next to Sentry. Uh, Hello. Hello. How did you sleep? You feeling better? I didn't sleep. You didn't sleep? No. Why not? I did not feel tired. Are you okay? I believe I'm uninjured. I'm not hurt. Have you eaten? Do you want any food? I'm not hungry. I haven't felt hungry for a while. Try some food. I'll get some, like, some rations and... Okay. Yeah, she, like, takes a little bit of food. She looks at it. Like, just eats it. Does that feel better? It doesn't feel any different. And you can just see that... (laughs) Seems... I mean, she eats it. She finishes it. Thank you. She just hands it back. Night, Night Frost, you're seeing this, right? So when you start speaking Night Frost, it's like, I did that to her. That's my fault. I One sentence. Her. I took part of it. One sentence. Body. I can't help. And then you just, you begin hearing, like, sobbing in your mind. Okay, it's all right. There, there. I start patting myself. You start patting the clothes. Okay, <laughs> buddy. And then just, she's like, no, it's not. And then just goes quiet. So we can't give back what you've taken. No response. Oh dear. 
So, um, Quill, anything mm-hmm. you would like to do? Arvel is um, going over some like little notes. He's made like a kind of partial map of the road, and okay. uh, he's just kind of going over a few things. Like while everyone else is getting ready, he's packing up everyone's gear. He's packing up like Valor's gear. I mean, if he's got a map, uh-huh. that's where I am. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's kind of showing Valor. He's just like, well, it was a few days, hours out. We'll follow along the forest. Ah, Quill. Hey, it's um, going over the. Uh, Way to get to Cali's Rest. So how long will it take us to get to Cali's Rest? On, on the wagon, anyway? I mean, with the wagon, it's only one... It's one pony, and then the wagon itself... Uh, mm-hmm. It's still going to take us about a day. It's not going to speed us up. Most folks are going to have to walk, or uh, we'll have to get some horses of our own. Oh, okay. If we, go by, if we go on foot, it'll take us about a day. Okay. Because uh, Ayla was mentioning a storm. Uh, I guess we've got some form of protection, but is there anything we should be worried about on this road? Do you know? I mean, it's close to the Iron Wield. There's points where it comes pretty close to the edge of the of the forest, and okay. well, you've seen what that's like. It can be a bit dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw a giant beasts. elk. <coughs> yeah, well, there's worse things in there. Trust me. Uh, so there's a few monsters we should be aware of. You occasionally get bandits, that sort of thing. Um, mm. well. But I mean, Cali's Rest is a big town. They patrol the roads pretty well. They've got a big group of. Uh, they got a group of folks specialized in the Iron Wheel. They go out and make sure there's, you know, monsters aren't nearby and okay. stuff like that. So, so we, won't have we to should run, be okay. We won't have to run too far if we do get... No, well, if we need to get in trouble, then I think making a run for Callie's Rest, I mean, it'd be a long run, but we could do it. <coughs> okay. Uh, what about Callie's Rest itself? Is there anything we should expect? What kind of... Yeah, for sure. It's a big city. Uh, full stone walls. Uh, oh. Probably a bit, way bigger than Rose Hall. It's a pretty big town. Biggest outside of Gold Throne in this area. Okay. Uh, temples to all the gods. There's, uh, yes. there's a spell clash uh, arena there. There is musicians. Not quite stadiums, but little theaters and uh, lots of stores that you can buy from traders. Do expect the prices to be a bit higher. Oh. They know that they can charge it there, so uh, I can try and work my magic, but they know that they can charge a premium. So, uh, Do you have any business in, 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 in Kelly's Rest? I know you, you I don't own anything. Most of my businesses are in Goldthrone. I mainly deal in export and imports, so a oh. lot of my business is done elsewhere and then comes into the main city and then gets sold out to the smaller merchants, but... I know the uh, I know the owner of the Dale Geld company there, Arturius. He's a he's a good dwarf, uh, fine okay. fellow. Loves his weapons and armor. Big history buff too. Mm. Oh, I think we need to visit mm. them anyway. I think we have. Something I think that in the way. spending a couple of days in Kelly's Rest could be a good idea. I mean, we could do with a little bit of comfort. There's great inns. There's good food. Uh, but also it's a place to stock up and resupply. And okay. well. I think there's a, quite a few folks that wouldn't mind a little bit of a chance to uh, find out a few things. Libraries? There's a temple, the Hesper. That's uh, probably the closest thing they have to a library. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Hey. You, me. Yeah. Temple of Hesper. Yeah. Getting our read on. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yep. I'm a very slow reader. That's okay. Anything else? Uh, oh, um, uh, I mean, I mean... I guess Sana will know where we need to go with the... Um, <coughs> She'll uh, take... I think Sana's, Sana said that she's going to take Estelle and the body to, to Galen's and then said that she'll just part ways with us at the gates. Oh, okay. Um, well, I guess that's everything then, right. as long as we have everything here. Good to go. As soon as everyone's ready, we can be on our way. Okay. And with that, is everybody ready? Or is there anything anybody would like to do? I'm ready. Is there anything like you can buy to help with storms? Um, you kind of already have. You yeah. bought like winter gear and stuff like that. No, like, I bought an umbrella. That's like I'm blown away. <laughs> it's like a little visor, like a little. It's a cowboy hat, but like <laughs> because my spikes just tear. It's <laughs> so it's a robot lady with a cowboy hat on, but it's like torn Two through, holes. like like thorns and vines <laughs> sticking out of it. Nice. nice. Okay. I'm gonna tap sentry. Yes. Making that metallic sound. You're a eternal ray of optimism and happiness in the world. Uh, have you checked in on Valor recently? I wonder if it's worth uh, giving her a little Yeah, why not? Let's go see if she's alright. Yes. Yeah. I'll leave it to it. I've got to talk to uh, my new fashion item. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you want to go find Valor? She's yeah. um, currently stood next to Quill and um, Arvel, and she's kind of 
Arvel's trying to like go over the maps and stuff, but she's not really paying attention. She's just kind of playing with a knife, like she's got it like stuck into the table and she's like twizzling it a little bit and like seeing how deep a hole she can make. She's just like, mm-hmm, yep. <coughs> yeah, we're going there, yep. And he's like, yeah, it's blah 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 on this road and 20 years ago, I used to walk <laughs> down this way and blah, 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 just telling old stories. And she like sees you and she's like, oh, Sentry, hi. Hi, Vala, you all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, yeah. yeah and she kind of like, you know, she looks a little bit, she kind of looks down a little bit. She's like, it's just been kind of crazy the last couple of days, kind of scary too. I know. Um, those ghosts, I mean, I, I'm so glad Ayla was here because yeah. if she hadn't been here, I, I, I don't know what we would have done. They were going to take me. I don't know where, I guess to the ship where you guys were, but yeah, I don't know. Um, well, time to think about it. It's over now. We've got new adventures ahead, and it's going to be yeah, exciting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest. city. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I just, I just, I hope that, I hope that they don't come after me again, because um, they found us in, and then she goes quiet, but she doesn't say Rose Hall, but you can see she's about to, and then she I'll goes quiet. i put my quiet. hand on her shoulder. Mm-hmm. We'll do our best to keep you safe, Valor, okay? I know you We'll will. always be looking out for you. I know you will. Thank you, Century. Thank you so much. It's okay. Um, and then she kind of, like, nods, and then she seems to pay a bit more attention to Arville again. Um, she's like, he's been telling stories all day, and he's like, that's right, I used to travel these roads, you know, uh, me and Evangeline, we got our first, we killed our first, uh, iron elk around here. The iron They're really? dangerous beasts. Is that the big ones, the really big ones? Real big, with, uh, their horns are almost pure iron. You wow. can smelt those down and make a fine blade. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and just carries on telling us. Oh, would you look story. at the t- sentry? It's time to go! Time to go! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so with that, um, we, we jump ahead. So you guys take the wagon out of town. Uh, the wagon can basically take two people on it and then the body. Um, kind of, it's underneath like a covered to- uh, covered wrap kind of thing. It's like a, like almost like a trade wagon. It's not like a big, you know, people wagon. It's like a, something used more for trade. Um, but two people can sit on that. There is one horse, which is hitched up to the wagon itself. Uh, an old gray pony with black mane. Um, and then everybody else is kind of on foot. But the road that leads out of uh, Ironwick and leads north towards Cayley's Rest is pretty good. Um, it's not like a stone road, it's not paved or anything like that, but it is a well-worn dirt track. With the rain, it has become quite muddy, but you can it, something's been done to treat it, so it isn't like thick slurry. It's, you know, you can progress on it quite well. Um, and yeah, you begin making your way to Cayley's Rest. Most of the trip is uneventful. You spend hours in the wagon, you stop for a brief lunch, and then when you're a few hours away, here we go. Haley's rest. Do not bust out the miniature mark. You see before you, on one side of the, one side there is a sort of like hill with rocks, and then a number of trees on the other. And as you begin approaching, you quill, you're the first to hear this with mm-hmm. your passive perception. Something is breaking through the forest, something strong, cool. and you begin to hear like, run, run, and like somebody calling out very faintly, and then the rest of you begin seeing this as Quill starts pointing it out. Two figures, and they are unusual because they are both guardians. What? Uh, two guardians ah! come running out. One of them is, he's like a male human shape, he has six eyes, like two on his top head and then sort of like one lower down. Uh-huh. Um, and you can see that he has got like, uh, I think, I can't remember exactly what weapons he carries, but uh, I should have it here somewhere. Not that this is particularly important, but he's got a longbow. So you can see like one a big quiver on his back and he's carrying a longbow. He's kind of much more lightly armored than Sentry. He only has a few metal plates. He's mainly wood. Um, And then the the one next to him is quite small. It's almost like a halfling-sized guardian. Um, And you can see that this one has uh, two eyes, um, but it's dark in color. All of the metal and wood has been stained almost like dark browns, dark greens, like camouflage. And you can see that one of his hands is uh, a crossbow. It's almost like completely a crossbow, his one arm. And then the other one, you can see, is just like a normal hand with a a short sword in it. And they're running. They're running out of the woods. And when the taller one sees you, he just looks. He's like, get out of here. Run! Um, And then from behind him, you see... No, no, he's moving. He's moving. Say... Holy shit. Ooh, a big map. I'm annoyed that we don't have a better map for this. <laughs> so we've got the yeah, wagon. This is the wagon with Arvel and Valor in the wagon. 
Santa's walking alongside it. We'll say that uh, Estella's in the back as well. So if you guys can place yourself around the wagon. <laughs> With our brand new minis. With your brand new minis. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Can't Think M. And Russ for a sculpting. And Russ, Russ Charles, Charles as well. Can someone move me to like the empty bit? Perfect thing there. there. Yeah. We'll try and take a photo from it. And then from behind. <laughs> Can someone move me the other side? <laughs> That's where you are. So chasing the two um. guardians, you see a creature. It is not a dragon. I have used a dragon miniature. Oh, okay. It is winged and it is flying. You can see its large wings end in these huge, huge claws, but it only has, it doesn't have like four limbs as well as wings, it just has wings and then two big legs oh, wow. and in claws. It is a wyvern, but it looks very different. Um, it's, its scales and its body is streaked with what appears to be like iron plates. Oh, wow. Um, and you can see that its claws have this jagged, iron-like texture to them. Its tail, where Wyverns normally, Quill, I'd say that you, you'd know this, Quill is quite knowledgeable about the world. Wyverns normally have like barbed stingers. Mm-hmm. This one is almost just like a big lump of metal and bone kind of m- malformed. Like an it's almost like a big club. Yeah. Um, and it's flying after them. <laughs> As it's chasing Jeez. after these oh, guardians. What color is it? Uh, it is kind of like iron colored, so it's kind of got like gray, like metal mixed with green and tinges of like bronze. Um, and as it begins chasing after them, the guardians are like, Get out of here, run! Um, and I think that we'll take a break and then come back to this combat. It's a little bit early, but why don't we do combat after the break, eh? That sounds right to me. Holy crap, Um, can we run? Holy shit. No. No. I mean, it is in front of you. Yeah. It would be difficult to, but you could, you could certainly try. We can go back. We're going to take a quick break. You can certainly try. Um, Big thank you once again to Ross Charles and uh, M Electric Eve. Yeah. Yeah. These are incredible. We'll take some cool photos if you've not seen them. We'll see you in five minutes. See you in a bit. Don't go anywhere. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. Make sure you check out D&D Beyond with the links in the description. And we'll see you on Thursday for part two of this episode where we face off against a dangerous wyvern. We'll see you then. 